0: Next on BYU Sports Nation: Miami Beach Bowl possibilities. The Cougars awaiting
1: their opponent in South Beach. It'll probably be the AAC champion. Well, one of the three. But well, who do you want to see destroy in the in the bowl game?
0: Plus BYU football all access with Michael Elisa and the man chasing Jimmer. Tyler Hawes joins us live. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV. And BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Brian Logan. Oh, that's how you start a show. Nice. BYU Sports Nation on your radio, television, and other media machines. Presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Friday, December 5th, this is how we do it. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with a man who is in constant need of an iPhone charger. Brian Logan.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Thank I appreciate you, man. You walked all the way out in the cold and charged my phone. I appreciate my wife's out of town, so she took my chargers. So uh these last two days I've been hurting. B needs <laughs> a charger, people. I've been hurting, man. My son <laughs> my son's feeling it too, cause sometimes he'll like watch, you know, some movies on my phone like YouTube and stuff, watch Peppa Pig and, and Disney channels, things like that. And I was like, "No, baby, we need we need it for the for the morning. We gotta wake up. We gotta go to school." It's like we don't gotta go to we don't gotta go to school. We don't gotta go to school, Wait, Layton
0: that. likes Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig, man. Okay, Jackson Layton need to hang out. Like yeah, this, I know. The, the more we talk about this, this needs to happen. They should be best friends. The three year old. I connection. told you.
1: I told you guys to come over last night. I, you, you guys could have went on a date, but I was just, I was waiting. I ain't, ain't hearing nothing. Weren't. I was you waiting, were. man. I'm not going to offer babysitting and not, like, leg- be <laughs> legit about it and I mean it, man. And then I'm also not going to say, hey, uh, I'm waiting for your kid. That kind, of, That's, like, kind of weird. Hey, did Big B, Brian with a Y, take you up on that offer last night? Uh, uh, babysitting? No. Nope. I, I ain't texting. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was smart. I ain't texting my number. <laughs> I just- oh, yeah. Love, just text me. I was like, hey, B, let me get your number. I got to talk to you yeah. about something. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I probably shouldn't text him. I'll have to babysit. Tomorrow. Babysitting with Bilo
0: on BYU Sports Nation. <laughs> Wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. If you're new to the program, you may not know about the BYU Sports Nation karma. I'm gathering that about 95 plus percent of you will know what the karma is, and that it is real and that it's happening again this week. BYU women's volleyball dominates in the opening round of the NCAA tournament against Seton Hall, three sets to none. We had Sean Olmstead with his sweet fly fishing cap on and that stash that
1: I didn't say was it like was it like bright bright colors on dude he's that guy man it's like neon everything he's the
0: best I told him to wear the hat during the second round match against Arizona he's like a highlighter he's like a walking highlighter
1: (laughs) I love it I love his fashion
0: the karma also extended to Jeff Judkins women's basketball coach Mackenzie Morrison had 17 points last night to lead BYU in a big win over UNLV at the Smithfield house it's real people.
1: It is real. It's a real thing. It is real, man. You got to appreciate it. You got to believe it, man. You at this point at this point, where we're at with this thing, you have to believe it. Did you guys touch? Did you guys touch them? You guys hold hands and do that? I don't know if we transferred it the way we did with Camry Godfrey. I liked it. I it. Like I don't know, man. I just like to. I'd like to touch. I like you. you know. <laughs> touching you, touching your shoulder right now. That's a nice sweater, by the way. That's nice you. material.
0: Thank you. Got this tweet in from at Earl Allen Carr last night in response to the karma. He said, "Looking at the BYU women's basketball score, and they were up by like twenty-five most of the game. People should never doubt the BYU sports nation karma. Boom." Well said. Greed. Earl Allen Carr. <laughs> we are broadcasting in beautiful radio vision on BYU TV and BYU Radio. We want you to get involved with our discussion today using the hashtag BYUSN. Our Twitter question today, who do you want BYU football to face in the Miami Beach Bowl and why? Tell us who you want BYU to to play against. At jdivine 93 says, I want the rematch with the Knights because technically upon our beating them senseless, we're ten and three. Okay, this, is there an aggregate score we can apply here for the Miami Beach Bowl? Oh, BYU man. lost an overtime by seven. So, like, if it did happen and BYU played UCF again and they sense. won by
1: eight or more, could that count as two wins? Yes, I, I think it makes sense. <laughs> I, I think it does. It's it's part of the formula. Life is about oh. formulas, man. That's how I win. Like the Y factors and you know bold predictions and things like that is the formula. The aggregate. Yeah. You just, you just multiply things, carry to three, multiply it by pi, root square. <laughs> <laughs> I, keep, I keep going, man. It's pretty long for me. Uh. I'm like a scientist uh, with a chalkboard, you know, that fills a whole room. No windows, just chalkboard. Listen, if you ever babysit my kid, no math, okay? Uh, nope. nope. I, don't don't re- lead him astray. Or, or reading either. <laughs> 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 just, just activities, just paint and glue. BYU Sports <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nation Cyclecast in beautiful radio vision again on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Rise and shout. It's time for what's trending. What's trending in BYU Sports Nation? Topic one. Bowl game banter. BYU now awaits college football's version of Selection Sunday to find out who the Cougars will play in the Miami Beach Bowl. We know it's an AAC opponent, and last night's UCF-East Carolina game? Horrible. Holy cow. The Hail Mary result in favor of the Knights has us now narrowing who BYU could potentially play.
1: I just want to say game management by the ECU coaching staff was absolutely ridiculous. I was—I am so embarrassed. I'm kind of like holding my, my left eyebrow right now because I'm just – You know, cringing just thinking about it. (laughs) You're up, like, you're up, you know, and you have two and a half minutes. The other team has a timeout. Why in the world are you taking a knee? And every time you take a knee, you're backpedaling like five or six yards. And then the very last play on the fourth down, you like lose 20 yards. So now they're on the 40 yard line, complete one pass, and then they chuck it up for a Hail Mary and score. I I don't blame the the, the players for that at all. It's strictly on the coaches. That was horrible, man. It was like high school. What are you doing?
0: For all intents and purposes, East Carolina, ECU, played their team out of the Miami Beach Bowl. Yes. I I don't think there's any way now that BYU faces ECU in that game because of what happened last night against UCF. Right. That's that's unfortunate for the Pirates. We think it's one of three teams in a conference that has – one true champ, <laughs> just like the Big 12. We'll get that T-shirt made. Or not. I mean, the AAC <laughs> will most likely have a three-way tie for first, like you mentioned off the top, Brian. We believe BYU will face one of the three first-place teams, starting with the most likely opponent, Cincinnati. They're 8-3 and three right now. They have a game with Houston left. If Cincinnati wins that game, I think that's the opponent in the Miami Beach Bowl. The Bearcats are a named team, Brian. They've gone to a BCS game. Yep. Winning program. They're a team that gets brought up a lot about becoming the next P5 invitee. Yep. So, yeah, there's some, there's some luster to that potential right. matchup.
1: That's, that's exactly why I want I want them to play. Because of that because, the notoriety because, because of that, They're yes. a name. Yes. I want ECU just because they had a lot of hype in the beginning of the season. I mean, after watching that Boo Boo Johnson performance last night, no way, I don't want to play you. Get out of here. No, <laughs> give me Cincinnati. Michael Elisa voiced who he
0: wants to play uh, earlier this week. My personal opinion is that Cincinnati is, is the
2: little bigger name out of all those. They've been to a BCS um, game. Right. So I, j- just going off of that alone, just the name alone, I'd like to play Cincinnati because they have the name. But, I mean, other than that, I'd, I'd like to play whoever is the best.
0: You can hear the entirety of that interview in about 20 minutes on BYU Sports Nation, BYU Football All Access with Michael Elisa. Okay, he says Cincinnati. It's. Yeah. It would be hard not to like that because they're a team. Yes, that they have some tradition, but their fan base will travel. They're in yeah. cold Ohio. They're going to want to get out of there. I, they want to go to Miami.
1: I think it's a good preview from from next year. Uh, you know, looking forward to next year. Uh, I, you know, a lot of people are saying they would like to see uh, Central Florida because they're revenge. I would like to see Cincinnati. Uh, you know, based off of the outcome of that game, then that's kind of a preview to next game. So, uh, kind of just a, a, a small introduction for these two teams, but. Most importantly, right, I, when, when conferences are trying to expand, we want to play the, the teams that are on the list. And Cincinnati is on that list. And so head-to-head, do I take Brigham or do I take Cincy? Oh, Brigham beat the brakes off of Cincy in the bowl game. Yeah, let me go ahead and take Brigham.
0: Number two, Brian, you alluded to UCF. Okay, first thing I think about is, okay, it's in Florida. Orlando's a couple of hours away from Miami. It'll be a sellout crowd at Marlins Park. It'll be raucous. It would be a big-time bowl game environment because you would have regional ties for UCF and BYU fans in that part of the country will show up in flocks. That would happen. No. No
1: that's, for the, that's,
0: no that's for the intri- rematch.
1: That's intriguing to me. No for the rematch. I don't like it, man. I'm going to be like – I'm going to get into my, my pouting – even with the my, sellout? My pouting you're, 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 moment right now, I don't like it. You don't it. want a chance to I beat the team get, again that you should have beat? That was still passing interference I, on Jordan Leslie, by the way. It's boring to me. It's boring. I want to see somebody new. As a, I think as a fan, it's just, it would just kind of just be boring to me as a player. What I do like, though, and I, I, I would appreciate, is just the atmosphere it being sold out. Uh, you know they're going to travel well. It's in the state. Uh, and so, you know, bowl games already have that championship feel. Uh, you know, you get to go on like a mini vacation. Uh, and, so, and so that's the thing that intrigues me with the fans and the crowd. You know, the, the BYU fans are going to travel well. They're going to travel well. So I, th- I like that aspect of it. But other than that, no. I'll give you this. UCF fans probably don't want the rematch because like, oh, we already beat them. But a ton
0: of yeah. BYU fans, including ESPN's Trevor Mattitch, who was a national champion center on BYU's 84 team, he'd also like to see the game
2: if they're okay with the rematch, then here comes Central Florida again, and I'd love to see that because that was Christian Stewart's first start after Taysom Hill got hurt, and BYU's defense really played well in that game, and I think that with a resurgent offense now and some experience with Stewart, I think BYU would beat Central Florida.
0: Christian Stewart's first start came against UCF. Yep, His last start could potentially come against UCF. Doesn't that dynamic just make you a little bit intrigued to see like the progress that he's made? over those seven or eight games? Mm, nope. Oh, my goodness.
1: <laughs> no. You're a tough sell, no, man. The reason, I've already seen his progress, you know, these last few games, especially with Cal. I mean, you look at the, 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 the Central Florida game, the Nevada game, where the opportunity uh, was still in his hands to win the game, and, and you know, a bad call and, and a turnover uh, during Nevada. And, and you look at Cal, right? And he, same situation. Had, his, had an opportunity to go down and win the game. He did it. Uh, you, you see how he evolved over time. He doesn't need to play the same team, man. He will dominate them fools. Don't, okay, if I could guarantee he you a was, dominant victory, why would you not want to see BYU win by two
0: touchdowns against UCF in their home state, Because I already Florida? know.
1: I already know they'll win, man. It's, it's like, it's boring. Oh. <laughs> That's what I'm going to be doing, Yawning. That's boring, man. He's, he he already he almost beat them, should have beat them in his, in his first start. What makes you think that the man, the myth, the legend, isn't going to just dominate with how he's been playing these last few weeks? I already know what he's going to do, man. I do think he would do that, which is why I want to see it. Uh, no, no, no. I want to see it. Let's help, let's
0: help him build his resume. Okay. All right. Number three, Memphis. Some of you are like, Memphis? Okay, if you are not familiar with the Tigers and what they've done, they're the most consistent team in the AAC. Fact. They are going to have a share of the title. They've already clinched it, just like UCF has. Cincinnati, if they beat Houston, it will be a three-way tie. Okay, Memphis has won six in a row. Listen to their three losses, Brian. By seven at UCLA, 42-35. Hmm. They had a chance to win that game in the Rose Bowl. And we were like, oh, what's,
1: what, UCLA's oh, terrible. I, I, I remember watching that game. Didn't UCLA have like three pick sixes? Something like that. Yeah, de- I think like the that. defense scored like three oh, times. That, that was Virginia. Oh, okay. okay. That was Virginia. You okay. like against Virginia, but, but
0: it, it was a tough game. Okay, they played Ole Miss in Oxford on the road. Tough. It was a one possession game in the fourth quarter. Wow. Hey, Ole Miss. Wow. They lost by four to Houston. That's kind of the huh. Hmm. But I'll give them that. Their three yeah. losses are respectable. Common opponents that BYU's play. They beat UConn by thirty-one. They beat Middle Tennessee by nineteen. Okay, so Memphis. If BYU matched up against them, I think that would be the most challenging opponent yeah. in just on-field competition. The thing is,
1: will they travel? It's all about the money. Show me the dollars, please, please make it rain on me. Yeah, and that's not—I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think they're going to travel. I don't think they're going to travel well. Do they even sell out at their own at their yeah, own that, place? That
0: thing is, I don't know.
1: You- I don't know. That's the, that's the thing. Will, will they try? It's all about the money. So if whatever 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 is going to make me the most money, if that's Central Florida, if I'm in the bowl game, that bowl committee, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm going to Central Florida, even though I personally don't want to. But money money talks all about money, which is sad. Who do you want BYU to face in the Miami Beach Bowl? And what? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter
0: time. Well, well. At Cougar underscore Nate. East Carolina, because playing a new team – would be better than a rematch with UCF.
1: Boom! There you go. Right there. I'm taking over. I'm not letting you talk at all. Thank you, Mr. Fan, for agreeing with me because it's new. Yes. Next, next one, please. Uh-oh. But he said East Carolina, <laughs> which you said you're done with. You want Cincinnati. I want somebody new, though. Want Cincinnati or I, It wasn't necessarily the, the team he chose. It was the what he said afterwards. For a second, I why. thought
0: you were going to go after at Cougar underscore Nate, but you were actually agreeing with yeah, him. I'm agreeing, man. Somebody new. I don't care who it oh is. But well, I don't really
1: want East Carolina. At Yeti
0: Azul. Love that Twitter handle. Toss-up. Bama or Utah? Utah. Uh, no and no. Yeah, I love both those games, too. It's not going to happen. It's going to be Cincinnati I or it's going to be Utah. UCF or Memphis. You, what What'd you say? I would want Utah. Oh, absolutely. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, the man chasing Jimmer. Tyler Haas joins us live in studio. Scored 35 in a win against Utah State in Logan, the first time the Cougars have beaten the Aggies up north in almost 15 years. Tyler Haas up next on BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan, the b Live from Studio B I'm at little, BYU I'm Broadcasting. Little You're Little B, that's right. Little, little, b, b. little B. Little B. Big big B is Brian Keel. Big B (laughs) and little B. (laughs) (laughs) Follow, Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Tomorrow, a doubleheader. Well, almost of BYU basketball on BYU TV. The women's team will take on Colorado State at 2 Eastern, 12 Mountain. I'll be on that call with Kristen Kozlowski. Then there will be about an hour break before men's basketball takes on Hawaii at 6 Eastern, 4 Mountain, both games live at Energy Solutions Arena in Salt Lake City and broadcast on BYU TV. You have your afternoon plan. Watch basketball in the afternoon. And flip between uh, championship college football as well.
1: I, I will be watching the men's the men's game. I'll be I'll be live and present for that. So if you need me, man, to come on, it was, is Dave and Blaine? They're doing that. Yeah, I'm sidelining. side-lining. Dave Line. and Blaine are going. Yeah, to man. Me. If you want, if you need me, you know, just like check me out. I'll, I'll wave. send you a text, <laughs> and then I can come down and help you. You know, do some. I would love see to see you. I would something. love to see you try out as a men's basketball sideline reporter. I will. Uh, the thing, the thing. My only insecurity is the fact that I'm five six, so <laughs> I, I think I could get away, like on the football team or something, because you know six three, six foot. That's not as bad as like six nine, six eleven. And you know, it's like I'm gonna need like a booster chair or something to do interviews okay. with. Okay. You know, it looked pretty bad. But yeah, man, come come holla at your boy. No, my my pastor's son. It's my pastor I grew up with in California. Uh, his son Quincy Smith. He plays for Hawaii so he's flying out going to pick him up and uh go out, you know probably do some lunch or something and then head to the game so,
0: so let me get this straight you're rooting for BYU to win but for Quincy to score 30 yes exactly something mm-hmm. like that
1: yeah i'm not you know quincy quincy came from a junior college um and then last year uh he was the the the, the first guy off the bench uh so played a lot look at uh, you giving the hawaii what? like
0: analysis before the game
1: it's quincy that's, Quin- I, that's I, impressive I, I grew i just i grew up with quincy he's a <laughs> good good kid i i, I mean He's a good kid, man. My, so my pastor has like five or ten kids. He has a lot of kids. And he was the only one that's a good kid. Why are pastor kids? Uh, is bishop, are bishop kids all bad? Why are pastors kids always bad, man? He was the only good one.
0: Have you ever heard of the nah, – no, <laughs> no,
1: no. I'm not going to take the bait. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I'm, but I'm excited. I'm excited to see, to see him play. Yeah.
0: Uh, walking through the door as we speak is Tyler Haas. Tyler, we've got the chair set up for you. Come on up, my friend. Great. That's a nice got the, outfit, man. Uh, the microphone Thanks. ready to go. Nice. See, we, Thanks, we go fast, go hard. You come that's in, best and best we're best ready best to best. go. Ready right? to go right on set. Okay, we we're just talking about BYU and Hawaii tomorrow. That's, that's the next game, so that's the the most important game. We'll ask you a little bit about the, the Utah rivalry as well. But let's talk about your experiences at Energy Solutions Arena. A couple of years ago, um, I watched you go for 42 against Virginia Tech. What is it about Energy Solutions Arena that makes you like – yeah, it's going to be a good day.
3: I don't know. I mean, just the fact that it's an NBA arena, NBA floor. Um, yeah, the hoops seem a little bit bigger up there. <laughs> it's fun. Fun place to play.
0: That's a good thing for Chase Fisher, right? Have you told him about that? The hoops are a little bit bigger up there?
3: Well, Chase thinks every hoop's a little <laughs> bit bigger. <laughs> and he'll be the first one to say that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is a very interesting. What, what about Kyle Davis and him blocking you? Oh
0: yeah, that was about, last year at Energy Solutions Arena. He has he reminded me a few
3: times about that. Yeah, <laughs>
1: he's uh, now on your team though, so it's okay, right? That's right. No, not, no, hard feelings. No, no hard feelings. You ever just in practice when you when you bust you know a couple shots in his eyes? so yeah, what about that? <laughs> no, we we do talk trash a little bit in practice.
3: Uh, you know, most of the time it's between Kyle Davis and Chase Fisher. Actually, oh, okay. yeah, they, Interesting. they're always talking about the weight room and how they're <laughs> bodying each other up.
0: <laughs> Hit the weight <white> room, son. <laughs> Chase, Chase talk to you about the micro and macro nutrients. Oh has he yeah, given you that heard talk? All,
3: I've heard all about that stuff. <laughs> I haven't heard about that. Yeah. You have to tell me about I've, that. one. Honestly, offline.
0: I thought he was joking when he talked about macro. And he's like, "No, I'm serious, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm buying it."
3: Oh yeah, no, he's the one guy that's. Always taking pre-workout stuff. Always oh, taking really? stuff after. He's all about the supplements and and getting big. I guess
1: <laughs> you don't need to get
3: big yeah, for basketball, though, right? That's what I
1: tell him. I mean, him. you got to be strong, no. but I mean, you don't got to be like like no. bu- like football buff. Right? No, no, no. Well, a couple of times I've
3: gone into the weight room office and he's in there watching Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> like YouTube videos, like bodybuilding stuff. I'm like Chase, what are you doing? <laughs> What is going on? Is that, like, his
1: motivation? Yeah, though, I think like, so. Gotta get big like Arnold. Wouldn't you just, like, clown somebody? Could you take somebody seriously? If you saw an opponent walk on the field and they had, like, no neck and, like, biceps were, like, just huge, <laughs> what would you think? Like,
0: you're gonna run no, around there no, I, yeah.
1: I think that's what he wants to look like.
3: <laughs> so, I think that's his... The next step after basketball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tyler Hawes with us on BYU Sports Nation, breaking down micro and macronutrients <laughs> as well as Chase Fisher. Tyler, we did a countdown for football uh, starting on January 2nd last year called Countdown Connecticut. And we counted down every day until BYU football played their next opponent. And so we thought, what should be the next countdown that we do? And we've come up with it. It's, it's chasing Jimmer, and it's inspired by you. That said, let's play the chasing Jimmer bite. On his way to making BYU basketball history, Tyler Hawes is chasing Jimmer on BYU Sports Station. 466 points away. You're supposed to play the guitar over here. There you go. You
1: got to play with yeah, it. there we go. Nice. Four, I was getting guitar hero, you know. Yeah.
0: 466 away. He scored 35 against Utah State. Now that that game is uh, set in for a couple of days, what did that mean in Logan, or that, that win mean in Logan to uh, this BYU team?
3: No, it meant a ton to this team. I mean, any time you can go on the road in a hostile environment, I mean, I don't think we're going to face too many environments like that the rest of the year. And yeah. to be able to go in there and, and, I mean, we face a little bit of adversity. We were down, you know, five or six in the second half, and to be able to come back and go on a, um, go on a little run to finish the game is, is huge for our team. And a, a good momentum builder, you know, going into December and all of our games this month.
1: Sure. But when you when you have games uh, like the previous one, you score a lot of points. Are you are you keeping tally of, of how, <laughs> how, how close you are? No, I, every
3: once in a while I'll see a tweet or something from one of you guys. but
1: You I, don't got to give me the, poli, the, the, the politics. You <laughs> don't got to
3: give good. me the political answer. Oh, gosh. You can be real. Uh, I'm a I, former
1: player. You yeah. can
3: be real. <laughs> no, I'm trying not to think too much about it. Um, I mean, you got to just focus on your team and focus on winning games, and right. that stuff will take care of itself. Yeah, I guess mean, just winning you games
0: is, is the next thing. That's a nice yeah. political answer, man. We, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, messing yeah, we'll, <laughs> I'm messing with you. <laughs> (laughs) We know that Utah's on December 10th, and uh, we'd be remiss to not ask you about BYU being called half of an elite team, in jest, by Larry Kraskoviak. What what was your reaction to uh, the rivalry jab that the Utah coach took at you?
3: Uh, I mean, there's always jabs being thrown around, I think, Um, and uh, we we have to go out and prove ourselves. And, I mean, they they thumped us last year up there, and so we, we have a lot to prove, and uh, we're, we'll definitely be playing with a chip on our shoulders.
1: Yes, you, that's, see, that's you, what I like. to do, do you, do you do. like? Mm. Do you like hearing that as a player, or would you rather hear? Let's not talk about it. Let's focus on us. Let's not worry about the other team. What would you? What would your preference be?
3: Um, e- either way, we're going to be motivated to mm. to go in and um, and get a win. I mean, it, those Utah games are not very hard to get yourself ready and, and get pumped and hyped up for it. Right. And, uh, they're a great team. I mean, they've, they've beat some really good teams this year, and mm-hmm. um, you know, they deserve all the respect in the world. And so we're going to have to play really well to beat them.
0: Okay, Tyler Haas with us on BYU Sports Nation. Take on Hawaii tomorrow at Energy Solutions Arena. The biggest strength of the BYU team, I'm going to go ahead and say, is scoring. You're leading the country in uh, scoring points per game. And so uh, really quick, got about 15 seconds, uh, Tyler. What kind of offensive performance do you expect tomorrow against Hawaii?
3: Uh, just the same that we've been doing. We can. We, we want to continue to share the ball and play up tempo and um, and make lots of shots.
1: You Tyler, could, you could just say it one step closer to Jimmer. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
3: Great to have start. you. Thanks for coming in, Ty. Thanks so much, guys.
0: Up next on BYU Sports Nation, BYU Football All Access with Michael Alisa. Catch the whole interview and more of your tweets.
1: And now back to more
0: BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back to the show, Spencer Linton and Brian Logan in Radio Vision. Just talk to Tyler Haas. You'll be able to see that interview on our Twitter account. We'll tweet out the link at BYU Sports Nation. That was a funny Macronutrients, one, man. Micronutrients, <laughs> micronutrients, great stuff. You can catch our podcast on iTunes or subscribe to the RSS feed on BYU We do this every week. We have a BYU football all access moment with linebacker Michael Elisa, and uh, the guy just has loads of charisma. So this was our first opportunity to talk to him after the Cal game, and he did not disappoint. Michael Alisa, the first time we've had a chance to talk to you since the epic comeback at Cal <sighs> to close out the regular season, forty-two thirty-five. I mean that that celebration was insane. Just to watch from our perspective, how was it for you?
2: It was a party. It was a mosh pit in there. Uh, my gosh. I don't even know. There, there was so much going on. There's, I had the water cups. I was throwing the water cups around, and Hall's crowd surfing over all the players, and everyone just like, he was he was the star. because we all revered Coach Menhall so much, and like it, it was almost like everyone was reaching out to like hold him, but also everyone wanted to like literally just wanted to touch the man and like, <laughs> yeah, I'm a part of this, you know, I, I appreciate you, I love you. So that was a time for all of us to to show him our love and, and to celebrate with one another. It, it was awesome. Uh, he he crowd surfed right, and so we had him on his shoulders. We're all jumping around and cheering. Some people probably saw this on, on Vine. I think someone posted a video.
4: Oh, yeah. We've both watched it like 200 yeah. times. <laughs> <We> <laughs> so so it.
2: so it all starts to like die down a little bit. And, you know, like we let him down onto the ground. And we're all just kind of standing there. And he's like just like nodding his head, catching his breath. And I'm standing right by him like with my hand on his back. And out of nowhere, Harvey Longy, that guy is just an ox. And he just grabs these two cools, just like boom. <laughs> boom. And I, I like got some of it, and I was like, okay, bucket list check. I got yeah. dumped some Kool-It on me, even though it wasn't for me, it was for Menhol but well, uh, hey, hey, what's up? Like, Let me get it's some leading. of that. Yeah. yeah, so I got some of that. But uh, I mean everyone everyone just goes so nuts. Um just showing <laughs> our coach some love and, and enjoying the moment. And Menhol actually said, I mean I'm, I'm a little hesitant to say this, but he actually said this was one of the sweetest victories. In my 10 years here, one of
4: my sweetest victories. That makes sense to me because you lost four games in a row. It was a different team. You beat three teams you should beat. But then I don't know if you were supposed to win that Cal game. You know what I mean? And the way you guys won it. You made enough stops. Christian Stewart has the game of his life, and you win. I, I get it. Do you agree? No, I, disagree? I, I,
2: I completely agree. And our offense is looking like the BYU of old with you know, long passes down the field and, and Christian Stewart doing well and Jay, Jordan Leslie. Um it, it just felt like, after everything we've been through this season, to end on that note, it, it was just like, take that! You know, we we overcame everything that was thrown our way, and and we yeah. ended out on top.
0: It was more than just a celebration of of beating California. That was evident to yeah, me right off yeah. the bat. I mean, it was you were celebrating a ton of things. What what else do you think you were celebrating in that moment? We're
2: celebrating guys coming together as a team after going through all this crap through the season and. Just having the game, and then even going into halftime, we're we're down by a touchdown. Um, a lot of people said that BYU doesn't play well when they're down. You know, we proved that wrong that game as well. I, I think just so many things happened that game that, and and, and guys making plays who maybe hadn't made plays all year, um, who who hadn't been contributors, are coming in that game and, and just helping out the squad. I think all those things combined made for. Just an epic, memorable experience for all of us.
4: It was like the sixth grade pizza party on the last day of school. That's what it felt <laughs> like. Because you can't celebrate like that after Middle Tennessee, after no, UNLV, no, no, no. after no. Savannah State. It's the final right? regular
0: season game.
2: Oh, and and I mean, if if we had played one of those teams at the last game of the season, I still don't think it would have been the same uh, celebration as it was playing you know a Power Five team. Yeah, it was Cal, and they they're more in the middle of the pack. But I mean. I think they're a good team. They have a high power offense. Oh, yeah. They had
0: everything to play for.
2: Everything to play for. Senior night. Bowl eligible. Like, they wanted to win that game bad. And, and we we came out on top.
4: We fought for that.
2: You that, mean, that was all heart. I loved it. It was all heart. That's the best way I can explain it.
4: Yeah, and it was a, it was a different team. I mean, you... No Taysom, no Jamal, no Craig Bills. Mitch Number, Matthews
0: goes
2: down. Numberless
4: other guys. Who, and then Mitch Matthews guys. Goes And those yes. are like our guys.
2: And we're missing them, so guys had to step up. And uh, it was cool to see that.
4: Who were some of the guys? You mentioned some individuals kind of emerged and made plays in the game. Who were some of the guys? So, some stick guys that stick
2: out? out of my, my mind were, uh, you know, Devon Blackman. Making some yes. clutch, you know, third and long catches who kept drives alive uh, that led to a score. Um, I, I, on defense, Sky Pove had Game the, of his life. Game of his life that game. I I'm I so proud of watching these guys just, just coming out and, and helping us out.
0: Talked about Jordan Leslie and the offensive uh, explosion, long passes down the field, BYU offensive all There was, I think it was the 83-yard touchdown. Did Jordan catch it right in front of you? Bro, right yeah, in front of yeah. me. Because you were like, I thought you were going to run with <laughs> oh, him.
2: I, 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 <laughs> I like had to restrain myself to not jump out and just, just jump on him out of celebration. It's like, yeah. Like, oh, sorry, I tackled you. <laughs> I keep running. <laughs> but, uh, no, I like I see the ball just floating. And the thing looked like it was, you know, 20 – Miles in the sky, just so high. And I'm just seeing Jordan, I'm just watching this whole thing and it connects right in front of me. Coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And he just nice. takes off down the sideline, burns the D B, touchdown. That was fun.
4: How about the reaction to the uh, 38-yard touchdown from Leslie to go ahead and win the game? With two minutes to go. Yeah,
2: same thing. Just I, I thought you were gonna I thought you're gonna ask me about the the interception that was called back. Oh because my heart <laughs> dropped right there. <laughs> That could have been I a was, huge turning point. Oh yeah, that could have been bad. Um, Luckily, he's dead. Had that, hap- I don't want to think. Had that happened, what would have happened? But uh, I mean, that that was scary. Luckily, it got called back. But seeing Jordan's go ahead touchdown. I just sent well, the crazy. play
0: that didn't get called back was the backwards pass. The lateral. So you, the thing well, Was me,
2: everyone thinking what I was thinking about Paul? Like, you know, hasn't been in football for a while. <laughs> Maybe he didn't know the rules. You know, that, that's a lateral and the ball's live. It's I, hard I don't to
4: know, know if, that's, like, if that's a backwards pass or not that quick. That, yeah, that's what that's I was true. thinking. That's true. That's I'm true. trying to make an excuse for Paul. No, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, but but Taron Houck makes the play. Taron Houck is just, yeah. He, was he goes 4'3 speed, 30 yards to get the
0: Yeah. Well, the, the reason I bring that up is I thought, okay, BYU in a couple of previous games, close games this year against UCF and against Nevada, make critical turnovers in the second half. Yep. Well, here we go again. It's like, how will they respond this time? California goes and scores a touchdown and go back up seven. Offense comes right back out on the field and goes and scores. And I thought, okay, that's a huge sign of maturity from this team and something that was different than the games that they had lost earlier.
2: Yeah, you and you see that, and you have to, f- f- like, kick it out of your mind being like, oh, no, not this again, not not the turnover game. Um, but, yeah, I, the, the, that's another thing to celebrate. I mean, just adding onto the list of things to celebrate, the maturity level of the guys to overcome turnovers and, and, and setbacks in, in the game, during the game, and just have that mental uh, maturity to just keep fighting on.
4: And there was a 99-yard drive. Yeah, at the 83-yard touchdown. And, and, and
2: the, yeah, that was the one with the long bomb, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> you know, we're, and like when when they pinned us down on the one-yard line with that, that punt, mm-hmm. we're all thinking, okay, well, let's just at least get out to like the 30 and punt it from there. You know, right? I think that was in everyone's mind, but our offense came out and made it happen.
4: Christian what? Stewart yeah. played unbelievably. What What do you think of his game?
2: I'm I'm proud of that guy. I, we're we're on the flight going home, and I'm just like I'm eating my little sandwich and. Sitting next to Craig Bills, we're talking, and I overhear Christian saying, "Yeah, my goal going into this was to just get one touchdown."
4: His his senior, senior season. season. Well, well, I right? turn over.
2: I'm like, "Excuse me for this game, you wanted one touchdown." He's like, "No, no, no, for the senior season." I was like, "Okay, because if it was just for this game, then we got to reevaluate our our goals here. <laughs> Let me help you with setting your goals." No, but yeah, just for the season, his his senior season, he just wanted to get one touchdown. That one was it. One one passing touchdown. That's mm-hmm. right. And you know, for him to come out and and. Um, feeling for tasting the way he did and, and just carry our team like he did, I'm so proud of that man.
0: Yeah, 24 total touchdowns, 22 passing, only six turnovers, three interceptions, three fumbles. I'd say that uh, that Christian, he exceeded most people's expectations.
4: A couple more, inter- more interceptions than that, if you include Utah State. You're talking oh, about right. as a starter? As a starter. yeah, mm. yeah. As a starter, ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. I, it's, yeah. This, this is great stuff. Okay, now we
0: spin things forward to the bowl game, the Miami Beach Bowl. Brendan Hall delivered us the actual bowl invitation. Going to
2: Miami. Welcome to Miami. Yeah, okay.
0: So there's a number of teams that you could match up with. The the Americans kind of like this toss-up at the top with Memphis and UCF and Cincinnati and East Carolina. Do you, do you have a preference of who you play?
2: Who I, do you want to play, Mike. Ah, uh, guys, don't put me in the spot like this. I want to I play uh, a, a team that, that, that's recognizable, that's doing well. I'd like to play the best team out there That that's, you know, out of those three. So and you want to play the conference champ? The conference champ. I'd love to play the conference champ.
4: There could be a three-way tie, so it could be very easily that team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because there might be three. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a preference of, like, style or matchup of one of, one of those teams?
2: Um, I, I, my personal opinion is that Cincinnati is, is the little bigger name. Out of all those? They've been to a BCS um, game. Right. So I, j- just going off of that alone, just the name alone, I'd like to play Cincinnati because they have the name. But, I mean, other than that, I'd, I'd like to play whoever is the best out amongst those You
0: answered
4: three. the question. Thank you. You're welcome. It, it <laughs> happened. I tried.
0: I tried. <laughs> what about the possibility of a rematch with UCS? Some people think, no, 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 we've already seen that game.
4: That's, then, that's my voice. We've already in- played that game in Florida. There's
0: this interesting dynamic of that was Christian Stewart's first start
4: at his last
0: start. And it would be his last <laughs> start in the bowl game in Florida. I just think that that's almost poetic that, how that would make it no, up. that would
2: be awesome because it'd be like, how you like me now? You know, yeah. now that I know what I'm doing, now that I'm a little more comfortable, how you like those apples? Uh, so that would be cool to play those guys again. Hmm. Yeah.
4: Okay. <laughs> what are you guys up to between now and when you leave for Miami in about two weeks?
2: So we're just lifting, running. A lot. I'm kind of tired. My legs are tired. I thought they were like going to let us rest a little bit, but no, they have us out there with the whistle and, and they're timing us.
4: And the coaching, a lot of the coaching stuff's gone, right? Recruiting?
2: Yep. Everyone's gone. Everyone's out of town. I think I saw 2J last night in the locker room coming through, but for the most part, I mean, K pop is gone, but he checks in with us via text, make sure we're all staying up to date with our school work and, and uh, keeping out of trouble.
0: Has it been tough uh, in your last semester as a student to? Uh, to be caught up with schoolwork and and not get caught in the moment of football and, and how has that been managing that?
2: I, I've been pulled with football and then with um, interviewing for, for jobs. So I
4: thought you were gonna say interviewing with here. <laughs> yeah,
2: just just <laughs> interviewing just by reporters. That's what I always do. No, no. Uh, so so trying to trying to get a job and then um, football. That's kind of taking up the majority of my time, um, and then schoolwork is kind of taking the back seat. <laughs> Now it's it's kind of been forced into the into the shotgun front seat but and, and dating is just non existent
0: so. Jeremy knows all about schoolwork taking a back seat when he worked 80 hours a week as a student at BYU. I seem to it, be
2: complaining. About yeah. that. <laughs> wow. No, I'm telling you like it, it was that's it not was... even a one up. That's like a
4: yeah. A, don't even I talk to believe me Michael. I you
0: survived one. I'm no, impressed, I, man.
4: I, no, no, I no. That's
0: just... No.
4: We're not... <laughs> wow. We're not going there. We can talk off air about my academic my academic lack here. lack of awesomeness. Right? No, I, <laughs> whatever, I, I graduated. How, whatever. Do ex- uh,
0: how do you expect to get a four zero? What did say? <laughs> uh,
4: I got a BYU edumacation.
0: Edumacation. Get educated at Brigham.
4: Do you uh, Do you watch college football now that you have a little more free time? Are you going to watch this weekend these championship? games? The American games yeah. in particular. Absolutely, are you going to yeah. watch UCF, absolutely, Memphis, twelve championship, Big Ten, mm-hmm. all
2: that. I'm order a pizza, get home, and. You know, be a blob on the couch.
4: <laughs> Sounds crazy. So enjoy it. Yeah.
0: Here's, the, here's the good thing. And, and whoever you play in the Miami Beach Bowl, you're not going to see a better offense than you saw against Cal, right? I mean, that's one of the most prolific offenses in the entire nation. Very
2: explosive. I was very impressed with their receivers and their quarterback. I, I, NFL, those
0: are NFL guys, man. I,
2: I think we're just trying to get some hits on their quarterback because you could kind of you see his his man. play his play kind oh. of started to decline. Yeah, he started to get after. affected. Mm-hmm. You, you so,
0: rocked him a couple of times.
2: I didn't get credit for one of my hurries. I got a good push off his hip, and he threw it out of bounds, but they didn't give me that. I don't think they saw.
4: How many How hurries you did you? Saw? have? I
2: think I had three. Yeah. It's pretty
4: two? good. Two? Okay. Oh, no. It's yeah. not Ziggy's 10 from Thanksgiving <laughs> Day. <laughs> no big deal. But it's pretty good. That, that, uh, that did change the game a little bit when you guys actually got pressure. Mm-hmm. Was that something at halftime where you're like, let's hit him?
2: No, no, we didn't talk about it. We're just trying to get to the quarterback like we always do. Oh,
4: it just happened a lot more often. Mm -hmm. And there was a succession of like three or four plays in a row where he was on the ground. It felt like it was something on purpose. I Mm -hmm. I
2: was a little worried with Sky's hit on him. Did you guys see that? It was a little late. I I was a little scared about that, but Alani was getting held on the same play, so it's okay. It yeah, balances out.
0: Give a little, take a little, right?
4: Yeah.
0: Never yeah. know with the Pac-12 officiating what's, you what's going on there. You never know. It's just kind of like, you know, let's we'll see what happens. <laughs> Michael, he's with us on BYU Sports Nation as part of BYU Football All Access. We're going to ask you this before you go, Michael. Better celebration after Texas or after Cal. California? Cal. 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 Yeah, mm.
2: absolutely. That was so fun. Okay. It, I mean, and and not uh, even hesitating, even just my feeling, because after Texas, you're still looking for. Okay, well, next week, back of the mind, you still got next week. And, Texas,
0: you're banging on the garbage can. Yeah.
2: But Cal, I got I got the the cooler. I got the, the bucket list checked off. But um, just just the the feeling with with Coach Menhall, the connection with Coach Menhall that we all had after Cal, that's what made it so special. And you know, he, he hugged each one of us, and and um, we got to all kind of share in this this moment of of overcoming.
4: Yeah. If you win, if you win the bowl game, do you can you celebrate like that or is it so weird because it's the last game and everyone's like scattered. Do you ever have like a gather up moment?
2: It, if if we did if we do, it will be right after the game, immediately after the game.
4: Mm. Yeah. Michael. Except for the guys that are we're asking to be on the uh, <laughs> post game too. Will you guys come and party with us?
0: We're oh. going, we're gonna be in Miami man.
2: Yeah.
4: All right.
0: We are going to be there.
2: Maybe you Just can even, maybe door, you dude. might even be able to get a little of that. That cooler if dunk on yourself.
4: Yeah, if there's a celebration like that, lift me up. All right, yeah, I'll get. Wah! I'll get. Wah! Like Michael, Marco.
0: great stuff. <laughs> I'm there, man. Better watch your back. The jo- Jordan Leslie is trying to make a push to get to get. Oh him. man,
2: that guy's good. That guy's good. I better step up my game.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you're winning, Les. You're winning in volume. That's for sure.
0: Hey, good luck during <laughs> finals, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon.
4: Thank you. BYU football all
0: access with Michael Elisa talked about Jordan Leslie becoming a fan favorite. He's a fan favorite. We'll tell you what. Mitch Matthews is about to take his place in lobby to become the fan favorite next. As BYU football all access continues on BYU Sports Station, and there is Mitch in the seat. Get Michael out of there, man. <laughs> Broncos <is> still <laughs> celebrating that California win. By the way, <laughs> stay with us. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. A doubleheader of basketball live on BYU TV tomorrow. The women tip off against Colorado State, 2 Eastern, 12 Mountain. About an hour, hour and a half break, and then the men's team will take on Hawaii at 6 Eastern, 4 Mountain live on BYU TV. Both games at Energy Solutions Arena in Salt Lake City. Who do you want BYU to face in the Miami Beach Bowl and why? Brian Logan says anybody but UCF. He didn't want the rematch.
1: No, he I don't wants want Cincy rematch. or Memphis. I guess at this point, i would even take ECU. Would you Bo- really
0: over UCF?
1: Boo Boo, ECU. Their coaches. Oh, after is last horrible, night, no man. way, man. No way. That's just. I blame the coaches, not the players. They have good players, but the coaches are horrible. Tell us what you CYA think. Use the hashtag. <laughs> 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 BYU. You You're making me laugh. I'm trying to be serious. <laughs> I'm trying to be serious right now.
0: Joining us now, Mitch Matthews, man who has great hair. Good friend of the program now. (laughs) Look, your hair has been a hot topic recently, Mitch. We were just discussing that you've gone to the slick back uh, move now. Well,
5: it was straight up and straight across, a boxy look, like the high top fade look, but then it got... Too long, so I kept getting stared at by Coach Mendenhall, so I went to the slick back look. So now it's back (laughs) within the norms of the honor code, so I feel better about it. And Coach
0: Mendenhall's cool with it now?
5: Yeah, now he's cool with it again. As long as it's not too high like it was, (laughs) slick it back. He gave you that look like, uh, I need you to cut that. Yeah, he told me he would. If he stares at me too long, that means it's time for it to go (laughs) down. It's time for it to go down. So I think the slick back is at least within the... Very good. Nice. Now, yeah.
0: Your teammate Devin Mahina uh tweeted at me and uh Jerem yesterday and posted a picture, I think, of you when you were a missionary, is that right?
5: Yeah, right before, some right after maybe.
0: And yeah. said uh, that you need to go back to that. Yeah, that I had, it was
5: a more conservative look, which I, I mean it People want this now. They want they want they want the look now. Someone I think it was in the bookstore yesterday. Someone said they were They knew I played football or basketball because I was tall. Then they saw the hair. and Then they knew who I was. So I <laughs> think I have to leave it
0: out. So it's don't your know brand now. You exactly. keep it. You got to keep recognized it. Recognized by your hair. Yeah, I know. That, that is so fantastic. You got to keep it. Mitch, you've made a significant jump this year, uh, catching the ball, becoming uh, really a, a dynamic part of the BYU offense. So much so that it brings us to our stat of the day it's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day look at, look at Mitch dance right got, you got the rhythm bro 41 mm-hmm. Mitch Matthews mm-hmm. has 41 more receptions this season than all of last year 64 compared to 23 still have a bowl game to play you made the jump so what do you what, what kind of a jump do you want to make between now and your senior season I just want to keep
5: getting better you know I, I just want to um, I think next year I'll have a role as a leader on the team and a guy that people are gonna to have to look to and I wanna be able to I wanna build a show that I've gotten better every single year, from my freshman year to sophomore year to junior year, to senior year. And so yeah. whatever that is, that, that, that will be getting with the coaches and asking them what they think I need to do. That will be um, just asking my my best friends, what is it that I need to do to be to be the best player I can be. And so stats, you know, those are indifferent to me because we have a different quarterback. We have a different offense. We'll change things up a little bit. So I think it's becoming my best self and being able to adapt to it, whatever hits me.
0: Okay. I, do you, let me ask you this real quick, Brian. Okay. Do you think you would have caught more passes with Taysom as the quarterback? or Oh, with oh
1: he took it from me. Oh, okay. oh, I'm going to
0: ask that.
5: <laughs> I, I, exactly the same. It would have been a magical, exactly the same yard, exactly the same catches.
0: <laughs> exactly okay. the same. That's a good
1: answer. <laughs> nice. Nice. You know, I, 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 I got uh, the privilege to, to go against you and practice my senior year and you helped me out a lot going against you and then going to the game, playing against, you know, boo-boo. I, I guess I should say with that boo-boo Johnson receivers like Wyoming. Uh, but it was, it's, it's been a privilege to watch you progress, um, each year. What are the things that you do in your off season and off season to help you out?
5: That's a good question. You know, I really, there are th- I make sure at the end of every season, um, Actually, me and Kerr Henderson, I feel like we do a really good job with this. We, we make sure that we write down the best things we did all year and literally write them down. Yeah. And then write down some big things we need to work on and make sure and hold each other accountable that we get them done. And nice. so last year was catching a certain number of balls, um, running a certain number of routes, doing the extra conditioning you know, to help us be able to be suited for the right offense. And all so right. it's writing down the goals we want to have. And so I think that I take a lot of pride in becoming better every single year, and that's something that I, I will be better next year. And I, I know for a fact because of – I feel like my, my work ethic in, in the offseason is, is where it needs to be. And yeah. obviously it can always improve, but I feel like that is something I take pride in is, is the off season and, and becoming my best self.
0: BYU junior wide receiver Mitch Matthews with us on BYU Sports Nation. Listed at 6'6 six, six in the program, right? 6'8 with the hair. 6'8 and, <laughs> oh, and a half. 6'8 and a half. It doesn't
1: give me any more weight,
0: though. It <laughs> doesn't give me any more weight.
1: But. Maybe 6'9 with the cleats on and the helmet. Right? And then, all oh, that? I can
5: be a 7-footer out there. Yeah, you can.
1: You can. can be a 7-footer out there.
5: It's <laughs> an impressive sight. We should remeasure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, you served your mission in Florida. Right. BYU going back to Florida for the second, second time, time this I know. year. Awesome. How do you feel about the prospect of going to play in a brand new bowl game? Back in uh, place you spent two years ago? Your life. Yeah,
5: it was I mean, it was awesome going back to Orlando. I saw families that I had taught on my mission, and people that I taught on my mission who came back to see me. hadn't seen them since the game, and they actually came to the game. Some of them didn't even speak English, so they didn't know what football even wow. was. And so wow. it, was, it was a fun experience to to see them again. And especially going back to Miami, I'll be able to see a different group of people that I knew down there. And I'm really excited. It gives me a chance to to I guess battle for um, instead of battling for truth, battling on the football field. So right. it gives me another chance to do that. And I'm, what luck I have for being able to go back twice. Will you be our
0: tour guide? We're going to Miami. We're going to be there the whole week with let's you. Let's do basically. it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. You're going to show nice. us all the yeah, hotspots? Oh, I will, for sure. Nice. The hotspots,
5: I can show you the best <laughs> tracking areas. <laughs> the, I can show you the best. The missionary areas. Yeah, the best members who serve the best food. I can show you them. <laughs> you okay. eat at their house. Very good. Very good. <laughs> nice. Who who do you
1: want to play in the bowl game?
5: That's a, uh, man, I would love to. I want to play the best team. Um, I want to play the best team. I, I don't necessarily know who they, exactly that is, but I want to play. The best team have the best game, and to be able to have another game like Cal, a game where it lasts at the very end and have a great win, and to gain more respect.
1: Would it be boring if Central Florida was that best team? And you guys got oh, yeah,
5: a little bit. There'd be a little bit. See? There'd be a little see? part to me.
1: My man. There'd be a little what? part to My me. Man. I would just say, you know,
5: very we've boring, moved. Right? Yeah, we've moved. We've moved on from them, and I think it's we want to. I mean, play Play another team out there and see what else we can do and how we can grow. I mean, they're all they're all such different teams and yeah. Um I, I would play any of them honestly, but I think yeah, maybe a little part of me would say that See, I just, I and, just love
0: whoops. the idea of the aggregate factor. Like you lost by seven in overtime, so if BYU beats UCF by eight, then that should count as two wins. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. <laughs> yeah I like that. You get a <laughs> ten like and that. three. I like that. I mean we'll scratch there, off the L on the Yeah.
1: Is, is there like a little bit of revenge? I mean, that you won? Or you like you said There you just is. Moved there on. is that
5: no, there is that two, but then at the same time it's like that. At least speaking for a receiver, yeah. they had the worst defense suited for a receiver. <laughs> I mean, they covered two men and they play the whole game. is awful for a receiver. No fun yeah. for the receiver. But yeah. as a team, we'd love, I mean, I'd love to give revenge against them, but we'd love to also play a new team. And especially we, since we, we play ECU next year in Cincinnati, right? Yep. And mm-hmm. so I think it would be a good head start to, to get to know them and yep. knowing we're going to play them next year.
0: Okay, we need to ask you about your health. You had the one big catch against Cal. It kind of was a momentum-shifting play. But then you had to leave. So how, how's your head doing after kind of getting banged up on the ground?
5: It's good now. So I, I've just been held out of workouts all week just for uh, health reasons. And I feel great, though. I feel great. Luckily, it wasn't a shoulder injury or re-shoulder injury right. that I've had in the yeah. past. And so I think that was a blessing. And that's what everyone thought it was. And, and then once you, I guess, the trainers, after they got there, they're good laughing me at my loss of memory for the last <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Apparently, I asked the same question for 20 minutes straight. Like, I, I, I remember asking – Where's my dad? And I remember asking <laughs> um, if I caught it or not. And so my dad ended up coming down to the sideline, and, and that's when I remember snapping out of it. But I remember just asking the same questions over and over. But luckily it wasn't a serious, serious injury that I, keeps me out of the rest of the season or hinders me for next year or anything. So it was a, it was a, a good time, especially with the, this big gap we have, to be able to play in the next game.
0: Well, we wish nice. you the best of luck in the Miami Beach Bowl. Glad to hear that uh, you're feeling better. You feel and great. Rock the hair, man. Take it to Miami. Wear it loud and proud.
5: (laughs) I will. Thank you, seriously.
0: (laughs) Up next on BYU Sports Nation, we put a bow on this Friday show. Tell you what to watch for tonight with BYU women's volleyball as they try and get back to the Sweet 16. And your final notes. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and on BYU TV. BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Brian Logan, Spencer Linton, hanging out in Studio B. BYU women's volleyball repped the BYU Sports Nation karma last night, sweeping Seton Hall three sets to none. Now they get the number 11 seed Arizona on their home floor in the McHale Center. BYU was in the exact same situation last year, facing the 11 seed Hawaii on the islands, and they won in four sets. So why not get back to the Sweet 16 for a third consecutive Why not? Plus, Sean Olmsted came in studio and he had a sweet fly fishing hat on. Like he got the mustache work. He got the rally mustache. He's ready to go, man.
1: Mm-hmm. He's ready to go. I'm excited. You know, my wife's been been asking me about you know volleyball and, and going to a game and whatnot. And so I'm I'm excited, man. I'm excited for him today. I, lo- you got to root for a guy who's a highlighter. He's a walking highlighter.
0: Today's <laughs> rise and shout brought to you by Dexter. Dexter help when you need it most. Dexterlaw.com we give it to Tyler Hawes. And I want to give it to him because he's not he, – he'll just come in. He, he came in on kind of a last-minute thing. Yep. Like the dude, rep, he represents. He
1: does. He so, does. He does represent. So
0: shout-out to Tyler Hawes for coming in. Who do you want to see BYU play in the Miami Beach Bowl and why continue to send in your responses using the hashtag BYUSN for Brian? I am Spencer. Check out the show on demand on BYUSportsNation.com and BYUTV.org slash BYUSN. Shout out to Lavelle Edwards.